time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Absolute uniqueness, no one person can decide what is and what is not the standard. At Vi Cosmetics, the mission is to enhance natural beauty with safe and high quality products. The best clump free volumizer mascara and precision liners define your eyebrows with the vegan cruelty free eyebrow pencil that goes on smooth and washes off so easily that you'll wonder how it stays on all day. Hydrating glosses with skin love and vitamin E that are non sticky and non tacky. You can buy a single product or you can take a look at some of the amazing bundle packages that they offer. So if you're vying for the look, then you have to get Vi Cosmetics, where the look is your look. Monday, June 28th. I hope that y'all are having an amazing day. An amazing day. I had an amazing time with uh, everybody this weekend. That's a part of the vault that, uh, you know what I'm saying, was present for the different things that we watched. And so um, I love it. 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 I love spending time with you guys, and we, we make the best out of anything. And so we had us a good time, okay? Y'all make sure that y'all are going to ViCosmetics.com and y'all check out the amazing products that they have. Y'all know that I actually use Vi Cosmetics. I've shown you before. And so um, the lipsticks are really, really pigmented and they stay on just... Yeah, uh, Sephora has this signature red. MAC has this signature red. But Vi Cosmetics also has some, some signature colors that are really, really good and the quality is amazing. And I brought up those other brands because... I didn't feel like uh, Vi Cosmetics and the, the lipsticks that they had, I didn't feel like it was a like a knockoff cheap version of anything. No, it's their version of this, and it's just as high quality as some of the other staples. And you won't know what you like unless you try different things. I'm the person that'll have, you know, a, a Vi Cosmetics eyebrow brush, a uh, fucking pomade from another company. That, I like to mix and match different things. So don't feel like if you have certain things from one brand that you can't test out 
and try, you know, things from other brands and maybe mix and match and see what works best for you. Because I'm a, I'm a person that does that. I'm not a person that's concerned about the price when it comes to, oh, this is such and such. But I don't give a fuck about that because I still use shit like Elf. I still use Milani. I still, you know, I'm going in. Uh, Maybelline is one of my favorite drugstore brands and stuff like that. I love, you know, the prices on Thigh Cosmetics. And so um, be willing to branch out a little bit and try some different things. I love the eyebrow pencils, for one. To me, the eyebrow pencils that buy are a good mix between pencil and pomade because of the texture and consistency. It's a little bit thicker than a traditional pencil, but it's not as thick as a pomade. And so it's a real good middle ground. And then... Um, what else do I like? Uh, the uh, the mascara. I was going to say the eyelashes. The mascara. You know what I'm saying? I, I really like the the wand. I feel like the wand is what makes all of the difference. And so I really like the wand. And so y'all make sure that y'all check it out, okay? Now, I want to start off today's show by putting something on y'all's mind. Uh, I want to put Detroit on y'all mind, Okay. My grandfather is from Detroit, and so Detroit has a very special place in my heart. Um, it is the Motor City. It's the Motown City. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my grandparents and everything have pictures in front of Hitsville. I'm sure everybody from fucking Detroit has. Are you really from Detroit if you don't go take a picture in front of Hitsville? USA? Like, are you really, really? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you really, really, really from Detroit if don't nobody have a picture? In front of Hitsville. Come on now. Come on now. And so uh, <laughs> it was amazing hearing stories about, I'm from Texas, so, you know, hearing stories about Detroit. My grandpa, my grandpa not getting cold. And we like, what's wrong with you? He, I'm from Detroit. I'm not cold. You know, I'm hot. You know, you know, just everything about it, the people, the attitudes and stuff like that. So it has a special place in my heart. And um, Detroit is uh, suffering right now. You know, and if there's anything that we can do about it, I definitely would like to be a blessing. And, and I know you guys are always so giving and loving. So there is massive torrential rain that has just devastated Detroit, just in case you did not know. And um, it's supposed to rain, they say, for like seven days straight. The rain has already begun. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be coming down. Like, it's been raining a lot of places, but it's been torrential rain. They say 350 vehicles are damaged. Baby, there are thousands of cars on highways all over Detroit that are underwater. There are sinkholes that people are realizing, you know, on this place and that place. Uh, people that can't even, they got highways shut down, of course. So people who can't go get food, people who can't get the necessities, people who don't have power, people who are suffering. That's my point. If there is anything realistic that we can do, send us, or send me rather, an email. And I'm going to give you guys until Wednesday. And then Wednesday we'll do a pool, but only if anybody even emails me. It, it would never make no sense to raise no money. And they all raise the money for this and that. You don't have nobody to give it to. I don't even have nobody to get no money to right now. And so um, if you've been affected, if you're in Michigan and you've been affected by this uh, storm that's come through, this rain, this, this, this issue, email me. You can email me at milagro at militopia.com. Um, the baby said the basements are ruined. You know basements I don't even think about because I'm from the South. We don't, we don't do basements. We have attics. Uh, so imagine how many people's properties have been ruined and stuff like that. So even if it turns out that we can only do $50 a head or something like that, something is better than nothing. And it's the thought that counts. So I want you guys in Detroit to know that you're being thought about. I want you guys in Detroit to know that you're cared for. And I want you guys to know that, um, I know it's people from Detroit that watch the show and we love you back. So, let me turn the damn bomb down. 
um, go ahead and send an email. They said, we have addicts. Well, my point is, we don't have basements. So if y'all have addicts, cool. But they said, they said a basement is a necessity in the South. Baby, not in Texas. Not in Texas. Uh, not, not where I'm from. And that, that could be different where you're from. But where I'm from, we don't have basements. No, 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 baby. We have addicts. And I don't know about this shit. And I don't know about all of that. But maybe y'all got some, some basements and shit. Y'all y'all go down in the basements. We, I don't do basements, okay? I'm from Texas. I don't do basements. If it, it flood too much. It rained too much. We, nah, we don't do that. Uh, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make no fucking sense. <laughs> I mean, you must want your shit to get destroyed. That, that would never make sense. Um, let's go ahead and get into some of this footage, courtesy of New York Times. And this is on the highway. Okay? Look at those cars. 18-wheelers, trucks. You can barely see cars. And it's going to continue to rain. It's not over. Let's see. This is crazy. I almost don't even know what to say. Turn around, don't drown. Okay, that's what I got to say. Uh, go home, go home. I've never been more devastated than you know, than when I've seen people lose their lives because they thought that they could get through some water. Turn around. Turn around. You know. So, um, water is very deceptive. Water is very deceptive, and and there is nothing more powerful than the elements. Okay, wind, water, fire, land. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't play with it. Don't play with it. Turn around and try to be safe. And and that's why you know you have to grow up one day and start actually paying attention to the news and the forecast, so that you can be aware of what the hell is going on and try to make provisions. And there are occasions where you ain't plugged in. Like I I I found myself saying, oh, I ain't know a storm was coming. You know, you sometimes you get so into you know what what it is that's going on. But uh, if, if you find out something, hit somebody up because maybe they don't know. You know, hey, you know it's a storm supposed to be coming next week. You got water, you got bread and stuff like that. You know, we, we could check each other. And, and this is a situation where we all from different places. If you are ever a part of the chat and there's something serious that's going on, you can drop that in the chat and you can say, hey, all my people in Oklahoma right now, it's a tornado warning. Somebody really may not be aware. Somebody may need to go pick up their children. Somebody may need to inform their spouse. Somebody may need to get situated. You know what I'm saying? So so look out for each other. You know, say something. And then y'all can always let me know. Because I didn't know about what was going on in Detroit until y'all told me. And I was like, what? I'm not seeing this all over everywhere. Enough people, I guess, ain't died. Y'all don't give a fuck? Baby, I, I don't want nobody to perish. So shit, if, I mean, once we hear about it, let's try to do something if we can. You know, I, I don't feel like the devastation got to be you know, uh, massive and, and, you know, cataclysmic for us to give a damn. You know, it's enough. People being affected. That shit, that's enough for me. So, um, we got we to gotta be paying attention and, and try to help each other and, and be there for each other and stuff like that, okay? All right, you guys. We got a lot of bullshit to get into, so let's get this party started, okay? Now, first of all, first of all, I want everybody to watch this and take note, it, just in case we didn't cover it, because I know that it was over the weekend. Justin Bieber, he had to set a boundary 
with some fans who are outside of his home. Take a look at the way that he handled this. That bitch with this raggedy ass part looking like Laura Voldemort then touched her right at the base of her scalp. She asked for a goddamn hug like he didn't just say what he said. Bitch, are you dumb? See, 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 see. You, you, you would have had me turn around and say, bitch. And I would have had to catch myself. Did you just hear what the fuck I said to you? See, that you make people get fucking ignorant with your ass. Okay? Let, let me say this. Justin Bieber is the international superstar. He has reached levels of celebrity that many people only dream about. This little white boy right here? Yeah. He didn't seen heights, all right? So with that being said, he's been through so much that I really do applaud him for still being able, you know what I'm saying, to be human and to be humble and to talk to people like people. You don't get a cookie for it. You're supposed to do that anyway. But, you know, in a space where so many people are so ugly, I appreciate it, you know, that he took the time to say very clearly, you know, please try to understand where I'm coming from, basically. This is my home. This is supposed to be my sanctuary. What if I was waiting outside your goddamn house for you? You know, you could want an autograph and a picture all you want, but do that while I'm handling business. Do that when you know I'm finna have a performance somewhere. Do that at a meet and greet. Do that where the situation calls for it. And this is my thing about treating celebrities like they gods. When, when another human is out shopping, do you really think they want to stop and take pictures all goddamn day? The, the type of person I am, I'm not going to bother you because you're not at work. I can understand people getting excited, and there are people who don't mind. And that's fine. That's beautiful. You might not bump into them again. I understand. But do you understand that these people are human? I think that when a celebrity is out in public and they're not working and they're with their children, off limits. Off limits. Leave them alone. When, when people are trying to eat their damn food in restaurants, baby, leave them alone. <laughs> you know? I just, I just think that... There are certain situations where it's really, you know, apparent that maybe you should let them have that time. You know, <clears throat> if you if you out in public and you see a celebrity and y'all make eye contact and they smile, shoot your shot. Can I get a picture real quick and see what they say? You know, you ain't got to walk over and, and cause a scene and all kind of shit like that. So my whole point is, come, come on now. Just, just try to understand where they may be coming from. You would call the damn police if somebody was waiting outside your motherfucking house. But you feel like you can wait at his because you like his music? Not, nah, bitch, you're stalking me. You are at his fucking home. You can't afford nothing over here. What are you doing? You're fucking weird, bitch. Then you finna make me tell you that. Like, come on now. Let's put this shit into perspective. You are stalking that fucking man. They said, would you hit the paparazzi if they would invade your space? I like the, the Britney Spears model when it comes to paparazzi in the early days and the Diana Ross model in the early days, Diana Ross, Diana, Princess Diana. What I mean by that is, uh, you get more, more bees with honey 
what what's the motherfucker saying about the honey and not being mean and rude? I, I just feel like paparazzi. I just feel like you got to play the game. You got to play the game. And I feel like, hey, you'd be more apt to use a good picture of me if we have a good rapport. I would be the type of nigga that I see a paparazzi and they say something to me. And I say, hey, what's your name? What you doing? Oh, okay. Da, 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 da. And if I see you again, you got some kids? How your kids doing? Build a little relationship. I'm a people person. So build you, build you a little relationship with them so that when you're really not feeling it, they don't paint you as a fucking monster. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Come fuck with me tomorrow. I'm going to come out here tomorrow. I ain't feeling it today. Can you not do that? They, see, treat a human like a motherfucking human. Treat a human like a human and, and see where that gets you. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be that type of person that's super combative. You know, I just would be like, you know, hey, hey, you guys, look, da-da-da-da-da. Hey, I, I'll take a picture with you if you, let, me, let my kids and my nigga go inside. I'll take some pictures for you right quick, hold tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just you know, think about it like a business thing. They got a job to do too. You understand? They, they trying to get a shot. They trying to have a moment. Just talk with them. Just talk with them. That, that's how I feel. It is, it's a whole bunch of shit we can navigate. I can get you what you want. Just hold tight. Chill and be still, baby. Yeah, talk to me quick, not slick. Hold up. You know? So I just I just feel like uh they said they killed Diana. Uh, no, no, the Catholic Church did that. The paparazzi and Diana, I think they had a very pleasant relationship in the beginning because of her, her beautiful personality. You know? And then so, you know, you know. So anyway... You anyway, and Britney Spears in the beginning, you know, uh, it was different before they turned on her and started exploiting the fuck out of her. So anyway, let's move on and get into this right here. This was something interesting that took place on so, uh, social media. I'm not doing no timestamps today because I don't even have the motherfucking energy. Okay, bitch, I am deprived of food and drink. I, I can't do it. I can't even pick up a number two pencil. <laughs> okay, I, I just can't even do it. Period. Period. They said Elizabeth has entered the chat. <laughs> Turn around, Georgia Brown. All right. So a young lady went online, and this is the most bizarre shit that ever happened. Okay, one of the most. Today was my first day at work at this hotel, and niggas was trying to flirt with me. Like, bro, what could a nigga staying in a hotel do for me? Somebody responded and said, you do know you got to have money to stay in a hotel. The girl replied, obviously. And then she said, what can he do with a bitch that bring him towels? Crazy tell self. Oh, shit. And see, I'm not arguing with no bitch named Coochie Jr. A Coochie Doctor on Twitter. This bitch look like Sid and his name Coochie Doctor. And, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did I, did I turn you down? Wait, you, you getting a little personal, baby. All right. So then the young lady responded and said, bitch, you really fucking weird. And I always quote my shit saying your unwanted opinions. Like, shut the fuck up. How you mad I don't want to be with a nigga who stay at an extended state hotel? Fuck out of here. It's what I myself wants. Now shut the fuck up and go let one of them bust you down. They prostitute there. And then she said, respond to my DM or stop quoting me. Do you know that these two idiots met up and fought? These two idiots met up and fought 
after arguing about her not wanting to fuck with somebody from the extended stay hotel. Yeah, somebody could have ended up dead. You know that? I just need society to do better. But natural selection is still a thing. I'm going to rock with it. Somebody said the timeline instigated this whole fight link up. She said, actually, they didn't. She mentioned me and I DM her trying to fight and she did it for Twitter, not me. You know, um, it, this is ridiculous. This, this is literally ridiculous. I, I don't have time for this bullshit. Get in the house. Tanisha, get in. Who is that? From Twitter? Get in the goddamn house. I don't have time for that. The fuck? Oh, Lord Jesus. Now, let's go ahead and get into this good man who almost got caught up on a good Sunday. This young lady was twerking on Twitter. And he said, I tell you what. His girlfriend said, tell her what? He said, that no amount of ass shaking can shake up what me and you have. Amen. Amen. People, send me my money. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? And if you just can't get enough of me, Milagrograms, then you can go ahead and check out Mob Radio Official. It's the place to be for everything Mob Radio related. All you have to do is scroll down to where you see the ball. Click Citizenship create an account and boom there goes the link to discord it's like everybody having your phone number without all of the risks so we can talk text and even face chat if we wanted to so i can't wait to see y'all there now let's get back to the show all right you guys make sure y'all send me my money and make sure that y'all are signed up for discord if you want to be a part of those sessions where we watch things like the award shows or the versus battle or whatever else make sure that you are signed up so that you can get all that information now um i woke up today and uh, I was getting messages because Angela Stanton had reposted something that uh, we put on Mob's World. And what was it that she reposted uh, from Mob's World? She reposted a clip 
about um, Jason Lee. This is what I want to say before we get into these clips. Uh, no, I'm not keeping track of no timestamps because I got to, I got to go into surgery today, and this show is more than what I need to be doing anyway. No, uh, uh. So, um, Jason Lee. Jason Lee has set on his platform and said that people look like they're on drugs because they were rubbing their nose and all kind of shit. I want y'all to tell me what Jason Lee looked like he's on after you get done watching this clip. I want Jason Lee to understand that he has no authority, no jurisdiction jurisdiction to do any type of gagging on any other human being. He never could. I mean, he ain't have a wobbly weak knee to stand on after it was supporting all that morbid obesity. But, um, I mean, at this point, he really, he really needs to go ahead and hang it up. Because, you know, he's so critical of other people, but you don't handle your business. Are humans human? Yes. I want to make something very clear. There are going to be times where you may be inebriated or under the influence of alcohol or maybe if you live in a state where marijuana is legal and stuff like that. People, people get a little fucked up. But when it's time to work and you come to your place of business where you're supposed to be the CEO of this huge brand, da-da, fucked up the way Jason Lee was, making, um, you know the people uncomfortable, the people that you're interviewing and stuff like that, oh, baby, that's a whole nother story. Jason Lee was supposed to be conducting business as the owner and CEO of a brand, and he couldn't even hardly keep his eyes open and was trying to solicit sex from the person that he was supposed to be interviewing. And Jason Lee, I'm going to caveat off of a point that somebody made in the comments, gay men like Jason Lee are why heterosexual men do not feel comfortable in certain spaces because a man will be straight and you will know that sometimes some gay men will know that and they will still say outlandish things. And if that heterosexual man says something back to your ass and tell you quit fucking playing me with, uh, playing with me like that, now they're homophobic. It, it, it cannot work like that. I do think that Jason Lee needs to be called out and people like Jason Lee because the behavior is absolutely ridiculous and appalling. Now let's go ahead and get into the, what got reposted. Look at this. Look at this. Look at him. Huh? So somebody sent her a DM. Look at him. Let me tell you something. When you're from places like where I'm from, you know what it looks like when somebody has ingested a drug or it's in their system and they do that kind of drug nod. Um, I, I grew up, how I put it, my granny, she got high blood pressure and she got diabetes. And there are certain medications that she would take, so pills. And it would make her just nod. It wouldn't. She could be talking and you do that nod and that shit will have you so fucked up that you'll start leaning and shit. You know, and so I have watched my whole life. I've watched people, not just her, but I've seen people take certain things and da da da. And I know what it looked like when somebody under the influence of certain shit. And then he sits up and he says, "I'm lit." Now, nigga, you about to be nigga out because that don't look like drunk. That that look like drugs. I ain't gonna put no drugs on his back because I ain't seen him do nothing. But uh, for you to sit up and say that Nicki Minaj looked like she might be on cocaine because she was rubbing her nose. What the fuck are you on? That's my question of the goddamn day. Okay? So let's talk about it. 
Let's talk about it. And God is the great equalizer. You know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that that shit came out. Now, that was actually Jason Lee's state as he was supposed to be conducting an interview with Safari. Get into this clip, you know, from that, that little, you know, exchange that they had. All right, all right. Hold on, I'm trying to sell ice cream, Jason. Wait, listen, 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 listen. You ready? Yeah, I'm listening to you. Can I get your dick in a uh, dildo? What? Hey, what are you talking about? The person that's supposed to be being interviewed is asking Jason, the CEO of this brand, what are you talking about? How embarrassing is it to be out in public trying to conduct business? There could have been children right by Safari. Just because you like to sit out at tables and describe your latest bingo fling, bingo fling, bitch, that don't mean everybody else be wanting that shit all around them and in their space. You were supposed to be conducting a fucking interview, you know, with another human being, and you're talking about, can I get your dick in a zozo? Nigga, what? Nodding off and all kind of shit like that. What the fuck are you doing? This is a horrible look for your brand. Horrible. You don't, you don't have the right to say a motherfucking thing about anybody else. You show up to work under the fucking influence? What, what is wrong with you? And this is not okay. It is not okay because you are gay to sit up and throw yourself on people. Because if a man has said to a woman, can I get your pussy on top of a double cheeseburger, bitch, it would be an uproar. The fuck? That is sexual harassment, bitch. So why in the hell is it breezed over and overlooked because Jason is a gay man? Nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling that shit. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful, and it's unwarranted, period. And it was unnecessary. And that's how I feel about that, period. And so I do think that he needs to be called to the carpet because Jason Lee ain't the first person that's done it. Ain't the first, won't be the last. You know, but that, that, that shit is out of control. You know what I'm saying? And everybody that I always want to talk about uh, talk shit about everybody else, bitch, go talk about that. Go check on your people. Go and check on your people. Look at this look that Jack Harlow is over here giving Sweetie. Look at them. Okay. Do I see chemistry? Now, like I already stated, we talked about the versus battle over on Twitch, front to back. We watched it together, got into it together. We had a good time. Y'all make sure y'all check that out on Twitch. But let's go ahead and get into something that happened, um, you know, during the battle. During the battle, Meek Mill, he said, we got AK Lolo for once. I posted it on Mobs World. Uh, chatting goat shout out to Alexis she had posted it and I said oh let me grab this you know cuz this might be useful later and it was a lot of people didn't understand what what Meek Mill talking about we got the Lolo he was saying that he has academics location because he was out doing the versus battle so Meek Mill was basically saying oh now we know what academics is academics came through and pulled his whole card academics said 
Mick Mill tweeted that he finally had my location when he saw me on Versus with 750,000 people watching. Bro, I went to Complex for three years every morning at 7 a.m. Why you act like I was hiding from you? Stop it, dog. I hate you rappers. You know your other rapper ops location, too, because they be doing shows. Actually, he ain't have to tweet. Uh, I'm sorry. He said, actually, he ain't tweet. He was in the comments of the Versus Live. Let me state facts. That's, that's what was said. Meek Mill, you continue to sit up here and play your motherfucking self trying to act tough. You ain't got no pressure for nobody. And what did Meek Mill want to do? He wanted to promote his album. He, he go talking about album load 97%. Bitch, and I, the 3% gonna be the only thing that's worth a damn. Bye-bye. Meek Mill is a bitch-ass nigga. You are, yeah, you have been harassing academics for years because he does his job well and you're a jackass and a criminal. And you're upset. And you continue to pick with that fucking boy. Leave him alone. Like the shit is fucking lame. The shit is lame. So walk around with this persona like I'll do something to you. And because more people, you know what I'm saying, think I'm harder than you, then I'm going to sit up here and antagonize you every fucking time I, I get a chance. That's fucking lame. Like, nigga, shut up. Like, I, I cannot stand McMill. He's a bitch. They say, ain't he on probation? Look, who knows? Who knows? Now let's get into Mr. Uh, okay. Now, don't don't watch me, ho. Watch TV, ho. Oh, I am on TV, ho. Yeah, go check that. Two days ago, I posted this story. It was Rick Ross and the lyrics to a song that he was featured on with Joyner Lucas. And this was before anybody else even posted about it anybody but i'm not gonna say anybody stole it from me because that's stupid so um you know i'm sitting up here and the comments i see comments saying that song is a year old i responded back to one person and said yeah but the video just came out the other day and i, I didn't see anybody pick up on what it is that rick ross actually said and once mobs world posted about it then you saw it all over everywhere and then of course once tori saw it in my opinion that's who he been subtweeting on damn weekend uh, that, you know, that's why it's a conversation. See, I get conversations started. Okay. The song been out, but it ain't, it wasn't a conversation until I put my tongue on it. It wasn't a conversation. So the song is so damn old, but y'all ass wasn't talking about it. So make it make sense. Okay. So anyway, what was said and what happened? Cause who gives a fuck? Cause it's out now. So the song itself is older, but they just released the music video for it. In the lyrics, Rick Ross says, you say you own your masters. Can you tell me what they worth? I still be having flashes because it came from doing dirt. 50 restaurants all popping and I still be popping perks. Get you to support, but then they rob you for your merch. Shot her in the foot. What pussy boy you rocking skirts? That is a direct attack against Tory Lanez. Shot her in the foot. What pussy boy you rocking skirts? Okay. And so, I mean, nigga, really? Okay. We're going we gonna to iron this out real quick. Real quick. We don't even have to get upset. Rick Ross, is this you? That nigga sold you that re-rock. You ain't even know it. I die over these Reeboks. You ain't even know it. 
put Molly out of her champagne. She ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. Is that you? Is that you down there with Fab? Is that you right there with Meek? Is that you right there with Chris? You have a nice day. Get your fat ass out my face. You high cholesterol pill eating bitch. You get the fuck out my face. You ain't said nothing. Consider your source before you consider yourself offended, people. That's the lesson of the day. That, that's what you do. Don't, don't ever call yourself being offended by a nigga who lost a whole endorsement because he thought it was okay to rap about rape. Okay? <laughs> Not never. Not never. So you go sit this one out, okay, love? I'd, I'd rather shoot a bitch in the foot than rape her any day of the week. Oh, God. Because I'd take anything but some pussy. Bitch, I, let me tell you something. I, I wouldn't want to do neither. But I'd rather shoot a bitch and it graze her fucking foot allegedly than rape a bitch. I mean, shit. If I, if I got to compare all the shit, I'd, I'd rather shoot at a hoe than, than rape a bitch. You know? But it is what it is. Okay. So I, I don't even know why in the fuck he got something to say. Let's go ahead and get into uh, some things that Tori said that had us confused. You know, he said, bitch ass nigga. And, and then the baby was subtweeting over the weekend. So who was anybody talking to? We won't know until y'all put an address on it. And then Tori comes out, ironically, and says, put an address on it. I mean, all of you all need to put a damn address on it. All of y'all are talking to each other, but ain't none of y'all speaking on it. If it ain't directed, it ain't respected. Baby, mail go both ways. That's for everybody. I mean, what? How in the hell am I going to tell you to put an address on it, but I know I'm talking to you, and I ain't going to ask you what's up? If I, if I feel like somebody, anytime somebody didn't say something, I thought they was talking to me, what I said? This is my number, and what's up? Like, wait, what? What's your problem? So, bitch... I'm going to call out a name. And that's why these pussy-ass hoes can't take me. Because, bitch, when I'm ready to drop a name, bitch, I will. These hoes done got so comfortable with people subtweeting them and shit that when somebody say their name, they be like, they obsessed with me. Nah, bitch, I'm talking about you. And I ain't scared to let you know it. That's the difference between me and you. Now, I ain't obsessed with you. You just ain't got to worry about who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, straight like that. So, uh-uh. Ain't nobody got time for that bullshit these hoes be talking about. Oh, shit, let me beg for money. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash app on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? But, I mean, it just is what it is. Akbar, I thought she was back on her depression shit. But now she back out here thotting and bopping, trying to get attention, looking for love in all the wrong places. She was out at the club and gave Bankroll Freddie a lap dance. She said, I had to show Bankroll Freddie how ATL girls get down. Happy birthday. I know I wouldn't have heard the last of it if I didn't show up. Queen of Atlanta, this my brother, we having fun, nothing more. You know, with sisters like these, do you need a girlfriend? So, look at this. Look at the girl trying to make Freddie touch her pussy and her inner parts. Look at Akbar trying to make him touch it. He didn't want to touch it. This is embarrassing. 
he did not he didn't want to touch it so much so he put his hand by his head and he got the other one cuffed like he taking his blood pressure girl hang it up hang it up hang it up okay that is please now people people is erica banks ever gonna pop uh my answer is no if she couldn't ride the wave of bust it then then i mean shit eh? what happened look at erica They say Erica got on ibuprofen 800s. Bitch. Erica, Erica, Erica. Styling team. Everybody involved. What is the motherfucking problem? Erica, Carl, where's the diet plan? People, I hate, I hate when y'all get up here. And y'all act like the industry ain't set up a particular way. There are certain things you need to do that can make your job easier and make you more efficient at your job. Not being able to breathe and, and all of this unflattering shit, you know, looking like two tons of fun is not sexy. See, the problem is you don't have people wearing flattering clothing, getting up and just performing and being able to give you a good show. You have people who want to sell sex that ain't sexy. That, that's the problem. You, you can be whatever size you want to be. You can be, let me explain, let me explain something to you. You can be whatever size that you are comfortable with in this industry. But I think that, you know, the persona needs to match that. These people continue to get in front of us looking like this. Then we'll turn over, bend over and shake that ass and wonder why we have complaints about the way that they look. It's not appealing. If you're going to do it, at least make it appealing. And it's not, it's unflattering. Point blank, period. What type of people do bikini contests? Let me ask you that. Okay, thank you. So at the end of the day, you know, it just looks immense. So Erica looks sloppy. Uh, Erica's wardrobe. Erica looked like she was going out, you know, to a day party. And then and, and she might get in the pool later. This wasn't even a performance outfit. And these thick-ass white shoes that she got on with that belt situation. Ma'am, please. Please, like there, there's a problem. There's a problem. So Erica, you need to get it together because that's a fucking mess. Let's get into Sweetie and this swimwear collab that she did with Mac Collection. Uh, how do y'all feel about it? How do y'all feel about it? I think that these pieces made a little bit more sense. Um, I don't love everything, but to me, it, it, it just makes more sense than some of the other collections that I've seen. So I think it's cute for what it is. I like that she kept it simple and I like that it's just a couple of pieces. A couple of fun colors, a couple of simple uh, everyday designs, timeless designs, you know, with some cute little wraps. Okay. It's cute for what it is. Now, I want to say this. Quavo's sister decided to, you know, post about Sweetie. So she said, girl, if you don't get it, and then you see how she got the person like tiptoeing. Okay. So Sweetie came out to the BET Awards and she was looking a little uncomfortable. Well, Sweetie said that the dress was really heavy. Let me explain something to you what I don't like. 
if sweetie come back and say something to you and call you a ugly ass you know et looking ass bitch y'all gonna call her colors y'all gonna call her colors your brother went out there and i don't think his outfit looked heavy but he was moving just like that you got something to say about that did you see them tired ass dance moves that the migos was doing you put your left hand and stomp bitch what the hell going on what in the name of the backyard boogie is going on down here at the migos show did y'all see they little eight count but you had something to say about sweetie baby humble yourself and learn how to tell your brother the truth how about that I know you fucking lying. I'm really speeding through this shit, and I ain't even getting too deep because y'all know I got to go, you know? But I'm, I'm just, come on now, and we could can, we can get into some more shit probably tomorrow. But I, I got to breathe over this shit. I really would treat these hoes a little more, but, you know, you know, I got to breathe through. Let's get into Megan and the brunch, people. Megan popped up with a flyer with her picture smack dab in the middle. It says June 27, Houston, Texas, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m., Bell Station, 207 Gray Street in Houston, Texas. Megan the Stallion. Would you think that Megan the Stallion would be present? That's my question to you. That's my question to you. As I look at it, absolutely. I would absolutely think that I would be going to a brunch where I would get to meet Megan the Stallion. Now, what has my radio told you before? I told you before Megan don't feel comfortable in, in the city of Houston, Texas. And I told you before that if Megan comes, she's going to slip in and slip out. And if Megan make her presence known, the presence of multiple security guards will also accompany her. Okay? I stand on that. I'm going to say this. You don't have to make it a J. Prince thing. How many people has Megan offended? Once again, Carl, Kelsey, J. Prince. That's to name a few. You don't think they have people that care about them? Why would Megan feel uncomfortable? Well, I mean, what have you done? How many people have you thrown under the bus? So you don't know where some hateful energy could be coming from when you move how she been moving. So with that being said, don't ask me why she shouldn't feel comfortable. You ask yourself how many people she's crossed. And then you'll get the answer to your question. Now, on Mob's World, that was the first place to show you that, in that uh, interview that she did with J-Mac and J-Q. She absolutely made it appear as though she was going to be in Houston. Oh, what they said, what you got to say to Houston? I'm going to see y'all soon. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to come. We're going to turn up all my family and friends. And then she announced a brunch. Why wouldn't anybody think that she would be at brunch? Huh? Okay. Then what does Megan do the night before the brunch? The night before the brunch at 1045 p.m. After people have RSVP'd and made provisions and stuff like that. She said, Houston hotties, I'm not going to be at the brunch. I'm going to be performing at the awards, LOL. I just wanted to throw an event for y'all. What the fuck is funny, bitch? What? Excuse me? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And let's clear this up. Was the brunch free? Yeah, it was free. Since, since when it got to be about money? When it come down to the principle, you misled your fans. What they do that at? This ain't no LOL situation. Even if people didn't have to pay for a ticket, how many people paid for travel? How many people paid for room and board? How many people paid to get their hair done, get an outfit, get their nails done? 
and make sure that they had some pocket change. How many people spent money? You ain't supposed to go nowhere empty-handed. So how many people made provisions to come, you know, to this, this uh, bar because they thought that they were going to see you? How many people called off of work? So y'all need to stop letting the shit go over y'all head. Y'all be wanting to take up for this girl so damn blindly that y'all won't have no regard for human beings. The shit was fucked up, and it is what it is. Point blank fucking period. And if that's how you conduct business, then you need to take your ass over there with her because you ain't got no place over here. The fuck? Nah, we ain't going to treat people like that. We're going to make it clear. Because let's talk about it. Why in the hell would anybody RSVP to go sit with some damn strangers to listen to a song? You could have went out to brunch with your people and they would have played the shit in the background anyway. And that's exactly why she marketed, uh, marketed the situation the way that she did. Because would as many people have turned up if they would have been aware that she wasn't going to be there? The answer is fucking no. Period. Now let's go check it out. So one of the mob members drove down there to go look at the chaotic scene. What part of Houston is this? Baby, this is Midtown. What is Midtown? Midtown is, uh, Midtown is, uh, they building it up and trying to gentrify it. But if you take a look, you'll see how ghetto the shit still is. Midtown, you know, it, listen, people, people, Midtown is, is, is real highfalutin for no damn reason. Bitch, please. Look at this bullshit. This shit, you, you right, baby. This shit is by the pissy-ass Greyhound in Houston. That's what this is by. Y'all go down there and take a look at that motherfucking area. Okay? It, this, this establishment is down there by the pissy Greyhound. Little baby said Midtown is nice. You must have drove by a couple of streets, man. I am Houston born, bred, and raised. I know what the fuck Midtown look like. I, I know what all of Houston look like. And you can tell from this goddamn clip right here that the shit looks raggedy and run the fuck down. And it is. You got a whole bunch of establishments that's been sent up and put lipstick on the pig. Threw a plant here, threw a plant here, threw a table over here, threw a little piece of art right here. And then they say, oh, look at all this vintage shit. Nah, bullshit. Look at this raggedy shit. Raggedy shit. Okay, your car get to... It's certain parts I know. I'm not even driving. Call the cane down. They ain't finna fuck up my motherfucking ties. Hell no. Now let's get into the fans that were upset and felt duped. Okay? So uh, fans feel scammed by Megan Thee Stallion's event. Uh, and she's a no-show. Okay? So they said, what the fuck is the point then? People maybe should have known that before purchasing the tickets. I don't know. You should fucking say this in the description of the flyer. People done bought flights to Houston for this event thinking they were actually going to see you. And you wait till the night before to announce this? This ain't a good look. You my second favorite rapper, and I'm pissed. And then I don't know what happened to these last few uh, slides that don't pop up. But, you know, the people were agitated, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh, Catherine said, I just don't agree fully. And that's fine. That's fine. You know? I mean, what you want me to do with that? Okay. Now let's let's go take a look at the at one of the menus. So uh it was the Thought Shit Diner. And they had drinks. They had Thought Shit, Do Say with fresh lemonade and strawberries. Cold is hot girl. Do say 
with with some with some uh, lemon juice, okay, and then hands on my knees, hands on my knees with douce and ginger and club soda and shit. Was there food or did they have to pay for it? Okay, y'all check out how I was looking. Okay, so I'm not exaggerating just the way that I mean one of them cranked up ass hole in the wall ass spaces. I mean, crowded in the whole nine. I mean, okay. They had a DJ up there, and then they had everybody standing around when there wasn't no more goddamn seats. And then um, somebody said, boo, yo, Hottie Brunch was an epic fail, so unorganized. Me and this girl in the blue, we waited in like uh, in line for over 45 minutes in the hot Texas sun just to get told that our RSVP wasn't even valid. So it, a, a lot of people were just, you know, um, not feeling it, not feeling it. And somebody said, that's a nice turnout. It's a nice turnout when it's a small space, babe. Let, let's, go, let's go check out Bell Station. So y'all can get a good idea of what it, what it looked like over there. Okay? Let's take a look at Bell Station. Okay? So it, once again, draft bar type shit. It's one of them small places. And look at what they're taking pictures of. All close to the cup and shit. Because it ain't nothing to write home about, bitch. That's why. Like I said, they throw some motherfucking what? They throw some plants up there and say, aesthetic. You hoes so easily impressed. Y'all don't know what the fuck nice is. Y'all don't know what quality is. Y'all don't know shit. Y'all let these people throw all these motherfucking plants all over everywhere and get square plates. Look, look at this piece of chicken on top of three green beans. Bitch, please. Would y'all leave me alone? Would y'all really, really, really leave me the fuck alone? And I be hating when I say shit. No, the fuck I'm not hating. Y'all are easily impressed by mediocre shit. Literally. So it's cute or whatever. But, I mean, Megan should have told them people her ass wasn't going to be there. Because I don't think anybody would have packed up to drive down here to sit at this motherfucking establishment like that. No. And that's the fact. Then that, that's what you're going to get in Midtown. High-priced-ass motherfucking food with a whole bunch of plants all over your table and shit in vases and shit. That beating came from uh, Hobby Lobby. Ain't nobody got time for that. Now, now, let's move on. It's 10. We breezing. Let's go ahead and get into Ari. Now, Ari is being called that. Because instead of handling the promotion, she went to the BET Awards. She had a booking in Baltimore, and uh, they say she ditched it. Ding dong. City, June 26th at Euphoria Nightclub, and I ain't been there in a long time, so y'all need to show me a good fucking time, okay? Let's do it. June 26th, don't miss it. So you can see that she did promo for it, so obviously she was going to do it. And so the other person, the, uh, the promoter that was booking her, she said, so it's just kind of sad that I honestly have to do this, but it really seemed like Ari don't care about her Baltimore fans at all. And I'm never the one to do anything like this on Instagram, but after multiple attempts, it seems like this is what it's resulting in. I do good business, and it's really got me heartbroken. And, and one thing about it is the money was right. It was always there. This girl ain't show up because she wanted to be in L.A. And if you knew that was the case, then why would you agree to the damn date? Like, be real with everybody. Because eight hours ago, you posted shots in L.A. You see her on the right with Moneybag Yo? Baby, Ari was with Moneybag Yo and his mama, smiling like a Cheshire cat. (laughs) 
They say when people become desperate and they break up with their girlfriend or boyfriend, they start hanging out with anybody and they start doing anything. Start calling you desperado. And then here goes some screenshots from Twitter. They said, so Ari ain't coming to Baltimore yesterday? They said, Ari, you missed coming to Baltimore for that dry-ass performance? They said, Ari posted a money bag. Girl, we didn't forget you were supposed to be in Baltimore today. And then they said, you shouldn't have uh, promoted it and then chose to go and took their money. Y'all be way too fanned out. And these are all of the people that were out there waiting for her. Y'all need to stop going to the club for these hoes. It, let me tell y'all what y'all need to stop doing. Y'all need to take the wind out these hoes' sails. That's what y'all need to do. Hit them where it hurt in their motherfucking pockets. I do not think that it is okay for people like Ari to sit up and know that they have that type of influence and people want to come to see them to flake. Same thing like what we just talked about with Megan. That's fucked up and that's bad business. You all not want your name associated with nothing like that for one. But for two, but for two, why in the fuck do, did it ever make sense for y'all to get dressed up to go to the club to go see your rapper's baby mama? Make that make sense to me. At least back in the day when celebrities would do walkthroughs, they would at least perform a little doo-wop. That made more sense. Celebrities used to go to the club. They'll get on the microphone. They'll say a little something-something. Hey, how y'all doing? What's up? We got such-and-such in the building tonight. All right, they might rap a little verse or something like that. You done got you a free little show. You done, got you, you done fucked around and got a little meet and greet if you're in the right area at the club. That make more sense to me. But going out to see people that's popular on Instagram, that ain't never going to make sense to me, ever. So I don't blame the people, you know, but I just think that you ought to be going to the club because you enjoy that club. And if such and such going to be there that night and it just so happens that, you know, they might be there, then okay. Then okay. Cool. But I don't think y'all need to be going for these, for these Instagram bitches. That's what I think. And I think y'all would have a lot less hurt feelings if y'all would stop investing so much money in them and then if y'all would stop, you know, holding y'all breath for them. You know, point blank, period. Uh, and what the hell was Ari working on that took up all her damn time besides the BET Awards? This elaborate-ass birthday announcement. Let's let's get into this shit. Diamond. You tell Diamond that her funky ass is up next. And there ain't gonna be no moonlight around here. See, Diamond know all about it. See, if you ain't got my money, I'm gonna... So, um... What happened to you last night? I made some extra money. Oh, that's cute. But our money ain't good money, so how did you make yours? Well, Ronnie and Tracy came to me and said they needed some dancers for a party at the same Regis. And I went and made some extra money. Well, I heard it wasn't no nails, Just females. So, they was dancing. So that's all you did was just dance? That's what happened. I told you about them, too. Yeah, I know. You know. Avenue, you really need to slow your roll. You're moving way too fast. Trust me. Gotta watch that big old thing. What's up, Evan? Hey. Evan. Hey, where? Come here, let me holler at you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She gotta go back upstairs. She gotta dance. Yeah, I gotta go. Let's mute that. And then what did Ari do? Ari, uh, and it wasn't even just a quick look. Like, she did the whole goddamn routine. What did I think about this? 
Um, I, I think it was cute, but I think she should have stopped a long time ago. Y'all have a way of running shit into the ground. I think this should have been the shit that was for money bag or little clips that you played in the background at the birthday party. I don't think Instagram should have got all of this because it just kind of went on and on and on a little bit. And I just I think that either this little part would have been cute or the the audio but it just was it, it just it just went on a little long for me. It just it just went on a little long, you know? Like maybe maybe yeah, maybe she's trying to be an actress and she wanted y'all to see her shit. I don't know. But I do think that it was cute. I do think that it was cute. Uh it just you know, it was just one of those things like, okay girl, whatever. Let's go ahead and get into Nicki Minaj and the live video that she did um over the weekend, okay? That I was asleep for. I had to catch up myself. So this is Nicki Minaj speaking on being ready to address things in upcoming interviews. I say but even with the things I don't do and don't say, it's for a motherfucking reason. So I can't wait to start, you know, doing these interviews because it's so much, it's so much that needs to be said and I'm tired of the, some, you know, the, the industry games. The industry games can be a little bit much. You feel me, y'all? And it's uh, it's important. Oh, I gotta um, I gotta ooh, I gotta surprise for y'all. Maybe you'll find out. Mm. You know, in a few days. But yeah, mm. so so when I when I when you know when it's time to come out, I, there are a few things I gotta speak on. Okay. a couple of things she want to speak on uh mob radio has been discussing industry bullshit a lot of people don't well nikki like this and it y'all ain't paying attention to what the hell really going on around this bitch that's what y'all goddamn problem is so i can't wait for her to start doing interviews so we could get an understanding of, of what's going on and she knows she welcome in mob radio let's go ahead and get into some words of encouragement why uh, because Never get to a point in your life where you mad at another motherfucker or ain't nothing iller than a bitch that get her own bag. You understand? Like, a female that get her own bag is so sexy. It's so fly. It's so dope, yo. And it's, and it's not really about this clown shit uh, that I see. It's not about no damn, you know... Uh, trying to go around sucking dick and balls for a Birkin bag. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? No. It's more about... I mean, I was a go-getter when I was making $500 a week, but it's still I was still a go-getter because I was, I was going hard. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever you doing to get your money, like... Okay, go. okay. Okay, and she said what she said. Now, which one of you bitches got a problem? Speak on it. Speak on it. You're going to have to be worth more than that, baby. You're going to let somebody mistreat you because it got your bag? You sucking dick and I got to show for it as a bag? Wow, your mother would be so proud. And, and guess what? <laughs> 
anyway. Uh, Nicki Minaj, she says she will inform the public of singles and features. Ooh. I'm back to enjoying music. Yay. Oh, my God. Like, you know when you're just back in your zone and your creativity is on high and you can, like, just do it in your sleep? It's magic again. Like, so um, this album will definitely be my best album of all time thus far. That's what she said. Um, and, um, and FYI, what girl, you will know when the queen puts out a single and you will know when the queen is on someone else's single. I will let y'all know. I'm going to post single, single vibes. Other than that, just enjoy it. Like, what did I take from that? Stop letting these people rile y'all up. Y'all, y'all be giving energy to dead situations. What Nikki is saying to me, and, and she her own person, but how, do, how I receive it is, y'all be doing too much. Somebody could come out and say, they could take a picture of a pink piece of wall. Me and Nikki in the studio. Oh, Nikki got a feature with such and such. Oh, da, da, da. Y'all breathe life in the dead ass shit so damn much. And Nikki don't be the said nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave it where it's at. She will let you know what she gonna be on. Y'all be making topics out of shit that ain't nothing. You know, so that that's what I took from it. Like, stop all that annoying ass shit. I'll let y'all know. Well, never um, know that I had a song called Big Barbie. Yeah, play I'm not gonna play these tracks here because I don't know if it's gonna be an issue. So she played some unreleased tracks. She played Big Barbie. I hope y'all <coughs> listen to it. And y'all can go to Mob's World and listen. And then she played the, the clap drop is what it is what's a drop a drop is when you go to the radio station and say hey what's up y'all this is milagro grams y'all plugged in the 97.9 in the box um your number one spot for hip-hop and r&b some shit like that i don't know that's a drop that's a drop so nikki said that uh on, on make it clap all it was was a drop nothing more nothing less i just i just blocked them don't worry about it so, uh, you know, that's what that was for Soldier Boy and that. Now, let's get into this little messy-ass thing that happened. Nicki Minaj confirmed that she don't have no record with Asian the Brat after Jonathan came down and implied that there was a record. Jonathan came on Nicki Minaj Live and said, play you an Asian. The Neighborhood Talk reposted it and said, hmm, let me find out it's an Asian and Nicki track locked away somewhere. Nicki Minaj left a comment and said, we don't have a song together. Okay? Ouch. Asian then came out with a tweet and delete. And what did she say? She said, I don't even talk to Jonathan. So I don't know why y'all listen to him anyway, Sha. I mean, because you said that that was your cousin and y'all loved each other so much. And I mean, what? I mean, what do you mean you don't know why people listen to him? Because y'all was acting like y'all was so close and da-da-da-da-da and all this, that, and the third. I mean, what? I would have been annoyed with Jonathan because if there never was a song, explain to me why you went and implied that. And what happens is, in my opinion, uh, celebrities like a Beyonce, like a Drake, like a Nicki, they don't necessarily respond to small shit. 
So a lot of people get away with saying a lot of dry ass bullshit over on the sidelines and it's able to just fester and sit there and just idly kind of wade in the water. And so when people nip it in the bud, it's like, oh. And so y'all y'all saw that Drake had nipped it in the bud when they were saying him and Justin LeBoy was supposed to do an interview. He said, that's cap. That was embarrassing. You know, this, this did not have to be one of the moments for Asian. If Jonathan would have never said nothing, Nikki wouldn't have had to address it. Nikki wouldn't have had to say, we don't have a song together if you would have never implied that they did. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get some attention. You know, so I just think that it's just absolutely ridiculous, you know, um, that he says something. And he would have been blocked from my phone for at least 48 hours. Like, stop doing dry ass shit. You did not, don't, don't use my motherfucking name to try to have a moment uh, with no damn Nicki Minaj or anybody else. Don't do that. Especially when you know ain't nothing to it. Like, you flat out dry ass said some shit. For what reason? I mean, I don't know. But you ain't have to do it. And that was just, you know, a little embarrassing moment that didn't have to happen. We know that Asian has been wanting a, a Nicki Minaj record for the longest. And Nicki told her, you know, just focus on you, pretty much. And if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. And she has not gotten that feature yet. So for Nicki to come out and say it, you know, like I don't have no song with her. That don't mean she won't ever do one. But I, I would just be like, it, it didn't have to happen. Like, you ain't, you ain't have to play with me like that. Like, it, it didn't have to happen. Like, come on now. I ain't like that shit. It was unnecessary. Now, let me tell you something else that was unnecessary. Rosenberg pissed me off. Pissed me the fuck off. Why? Rosenberg said, Doja is one of the best MCs this side, this side of K-Dot. So many different flows and so effortless. She won't get her proper due because she's a commercial pop star. But damn, she's good. Are y'all aware of what they said about Nicki Minaj when Nicki Minaj went pop? Bitch, you could have bought me for $2. You know, you're not going to tell me that Nicki Minaj asserting herself as the best ain't the reason why y'all can't take her. Y'all can't take Nicki Minaj's confidence. Y'all can't take that Nicki don't need y'all. Y'all cannot fucking take it. They want a demure bitch that ain't going to say nothing. They want a bitch that's going to play it 